Yo, what is going on, everyone? My name is Nick, or The Notorious Fantasy, and in today's video, we are going to be talking about all that has happened in training camp the last couple of days. I think all of this information is vital for you guys drafting in your 2020 fantasy football drafts because some of this news could really sway your opinion on the given player or on the team as a whole based upon what ended up happening in training camp, whether it's injuries, whether it's players looking good, players looking bad. You need to make sure you know all of it, so that's why I'm going to go ahead here and make this video today talking about all of training camp what's happened the last couple of days i'll probably do this a couple more times until the nfl season starts to make sure that you guys are all up to date with all the current news in the nfl so before we get into it i'd like to ask if you guys could please go ahead and click that subscribe button down below it doesn't cost you fucking anything and it really helps me out a lot it makes my videos go out to more people Make so that more people can watch it, more people can hit that subscribe button, and it would really help me out, but it's also going to help you out. It's not just a one-way thing. This is a symbiotic relationship. You hit that subscribe button, it's going to help you as well, because I put out content every single day to help you guys win that 2020 Fantasy Football Championship. Also, check out my Patreon with my draft guide down below. Time to get into the video, though. Training camp recap for the first couple of days of camp with, obviously, having pads on the beginning of training camp. Really, nothing was happening at all because it was just guys throwing the ball around, nothing really too special happening but now that the pads are on the helmets on some real stuff is actually happening so the first piece of news actually happened yesterday and that is Miles Sanders will play week one but him getting hurt is very concerning to me. The original report was that Sanders is listed as week-to-week -week with a lower body injury. This is the second report that came out after they were reporting that he is going to come out and, and play. It remains a situation to monitor for fantasy managers' intent to draft Sanders at the end of the first round or at the beginning of the second round. Now, they're going to be talking about this article from Roto World. talks about how Boston Scott, blah, 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 blah. But the most important part is the end, to potentially bring in a veteran off the streets. This is my biggest worry for Miles Sanders and has been the whole entire offseason. I personally thought that Doug Peterson was going to go ahead and bring in a running back in the offseason. Now, he has not done that yet up until this point, but Miles Sanders getting hurt here is the perfect opportunity for Doug Peterson to hit you with the RBBC. This is coveted by Doug Peterson, the running back by committee. What that means is they're not going to use one workhorse running back. It probably would have been Miles Sanders' year to become that workhorse back. The argument for Miles Sanders to be the workhorse back is that Doug Peterson has never had a running back in his NFL tenure with the talent of Miles Sanders. People believe that since Miles Sanders was so talented that Doug Peterson wouldn't bring anyone in. And those people were very correct for the first, obviously, while before Miles Sanders got hurt. But Miles Sanders getting hurt here pretty much, to me, solidifies the fact that Devontae Freeman or some other veteran running back is going to mosey on in there and completely fuck up Miles Sanders. He's going to take Miles Sanders from having that top 12 potential to hitting Miles Sanders with the 619 Rey Mysterio because he might not even finish as a running back one. is probably just going to be a running back two due to the fact that they're going to bring someone in. Now, I know they're saying he's ready to play week one, but I don't think that that is going to make the team not want to bring in another running back, especially since Doug Peterson is really known for that running back by committee. So I think Miles Sanders getting hurt here will be perfectly fine for Miles Sanders, the player himself, obviously. He will be fine to go week one. But for team-wise, I think they actually do bring in a veteran back, and this really is going to be hurting Miles Sanders for fantasy football in 2020. Obviously, right now, Boston Scott is the handcuff, like the article ended up saying. 
but in just a couple of days, it may end up being one of those other kind of players, the guys that are still available, that are veteran guys, that are waiting to get their shot on a team. This may be their shot here to become a Philadelphia Eagle. So Miles Sanders is completely going from potentially stonks rising to the moon. Now he's fallen down from fucking, I don't know, from like, I don't even know what was that it was a fucking meteor that destroyed earth and killed all those dinosaurs that's what this running back is going to do this other guy they add is going to take Miles Sanders will be the earth and the dinosaurs that's what Devontae Freeman or whoever they bring is going to be they're going to smash straight through him and destroy him just like that meteor destroyed earth with the dinosaurs so hopefully you guys enjoyed that nice science analogy so next player to talk about here is big dick Nicholas Chubb of the Cleveland Browns now there was reports a couple of days ago oh Nick Chubb is going he wandered off in practice he seems to be maybe he has a concussion they test him he's in the league's concussion protocol According to this report, Chubb has no no known NFL concussion, so this would be the first one of his career. So the only worrying thing, obviously, is a concussion is never good for any fucking player at all. Getting concussed just puts you one closer to being hit one more time and that really ending your NFL career and potentially giving you long-lasting health issues from it. But I'm not a doctor. I'm just here to tell you that Nick Chubb will be fine based upon this. This has no effect on Nick Chubb because Nick Chubb has a concussion. They're not going to bring in some other running back. They already have Kareem Hunt. They already have Nick Chubb. Coach Stefanski is a very run-heavy coach. Kevin Stefanski is going to be hammering the ball to Nicholas Chubb and to Kareem Hunt. So this does not change my opinion at all on Nick Chubb. I can understand why some people might think it would. Oh, maybe if he doesn't get back in time, blah, 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 blah. It's not going to fucking matter at all. Kareem Hunt is not going to overtake him as the starting running back. They're both going to be working in a tandem type of system. But I do still believe Nick Chubb is going to be seeing a majority of the touches. So this piece of news does not move my opinion at all on Nicholas Chubb for fantasy football in 2020. All it does is really potentially give Kareem Hunt more opportunity to show the coaches that he could be the starting running back when Nick Chubb goes down. Obviously, we all know he can fucking do that already. Kareem Hunt was an elite talent as a Kansas City Chief. Obviously, he did that thing, got him fucking cut, got him suspended. Then he became a Cleveland Brown and played quite well last season. So I don't think this really affects Nick Chubb at all. I think he is going to be A-OK to be good to start and kick off the NFL season up against the Baltimore Ravens, who are probably going to absolutely bumfuck them week one. Speaking of getting fucked in the ass, the next piece of news, wide receiver AJ Green tweaks his hamstring during practice and watch the rest of the session from the sideline. Who told you this was going to happen? The answer was me. I'm a fucking oracle. I look in the crystal ball and I see that AJ Green is going to get hurt. Now, this does not really matter at all for the NFL season. He should be good to go for week one. But this is the same type of shit that happened last season where he gets hurt in preseason or training camp, whatever it was last season. And then he says he's coming back and then he disappears. And then he com- they say they're co- he's coming back again. Week eight, disappears. Week 10, disappears. He just didn't play at all last season. I'm very worried about AJ Green's health considering this guy is a walking blue tent there's a blue tent on the side of the the stadium I mean at the side of the sidelines in NFL stadiums and this guy just lives inside of that thing that's where you go when you get hurt AJ Green has a home in there he's got his wife his kids everyone lives in that goddamn blue tent because AJ Green is always hurt they're saying Green didn't appear to be concerned motherfucker I am so worried about this I am so scared of AJ Green missing time I don't think he's going to be missing time right now he's going to it doesn't matter at all for the beginning of the season but I'm this just confirms to me again that this guy is Charmin ultra soft nothing against AJ Green obviously probably a great human being but this guy's ultra soft when it comes to football he's going to get he's made a fucking glass the guy always gets hurt this completely solidifies my bias of me staying away from AJ Green and not wanting him anywhere near the sixth round ADP that this article is talking about I don't want him in the sixth round I don't want him 
the seventh round. I don't want him in the eighth round. I don't want him in the ninth round. I don't want him in the goddamn tenth round because I'd rather take another shot on a player that I think is going to play a full 16 games, and A.J. Green just is not that guy for me. Next piece of news here is out of Minnesota. NFL Network's Tom Palesiro reports Vikings running back Dalvin Cook broke off contract talks with the team and will be focusing on preparing for week numero uno of the NFL season. What this tells me is that Dalvin Cook, even though this obviously sounds like a bad thing, it's going to be perfectly fine as long as he didn't say that he was going to hold out, as long as he didn't leave the fucking facility and say, fuck you, Minnesota, take a nice shit straight on their doorstep because they didn't pay an injury-prone player. That's fine with me. He's going to go ahead and play. This does not really have a huge effect. I just thought it was important to talk about since a lot of people believed he would go ahead and get that bag before the season ended up starting off. So next piece of news here is Damian Harris's news of the New England Patriots. Now, Damian Harris, if you don't know who he is, he came in last year as a rookie but dealt with hella injuries just like their other pick, Nikhil Harry, who people thought was going to have a big impact on the season, just ended up getting hurt. Now, the reports are obviously Sony Michelle is on the PU. It doesn't seem like he's going to play at all to start the season. So they bring in Lamar Miller. There's no reports about Lamar Miller because Lamar Miller may be hurt as well. The only reports are coming out that Damian Harris is having back-to-back days of domination. A couple days ago it came out that he was looking head-turning in camp. He was looking outstanding. So what this tells me is that this guy could be worthy of a late-round flyer in my fantasy football drafts. He's not going to go in the 10th round. He's going to be like a 13th-round pick. You close your eyes, you throw it up against the board, and you hope Bill Belichick gives Damian Harris the potential to run the ball. The reports are that he continues to garner praise from running backs coach Ivan Fears, and Ivan Fear probably fears the fact that his job is going to get absolutely skadoodled out of there if Sony Michelle and Lamar Miller don't end up playing, so that obviously is just a joke. Damian Harris should be able to potentially emerge past these guys since they are injured, and this could be very big news for fantasy football for a player that you want to take late round upside at running back. That could potentially be the starting running back for the team. Obviously, James White is still there. He is still going to put up a great season in my opinion, but Damian Harris could be the between the tackles runner that the New England Deflatriots were looking for all along. If you guys have enjoyed this video thus far, please make sure to click that subscribe button. Next piece of news here is running back Zach Moss has flashed savior of the goddamn universe in training camp as a physical runner who could be a missing element to this team's running game. This right here is telling me that Devin Singletary is absolutely fooked. I already believe Devin Singletary was not worthy of the fourth or fifth round ADP that he's going at right now. No way in fuck is he worth it. Even in the, without this news, I didn't think he was worth it at all. I really just thought that it was going to be too much of a split between these players here for it to be worth it for Mr. Zach Moss. But now, now, I mean, not for Zach Moss, for Mr. Devin Singletary, but now it seems like they have a good one-two punch here, like they're saying, the one-two Mayweather combination in Buffalo. So I'm really starting to move more up on Zach Moss. I already loved Zach Moss. This news makes me even more happy. This guy is a big boy. Zach Moss is an absolute fucking unit. You could describe him as a goddamn wrecking ball. This guy is going to plow through the goddamn defense and be vulturing touchdowns from Devin Singletary. He's going to be getting a lot of use in this offense. And this news here... Again, putting my bias to completely say that I think that Zach Moss is going to be a steal in the late rounds. Next piece of news to talk about here is wide receiver Preston Williams of my Miami Dolphins will have no restrictions on Monday. He ended up getting hurt towards ACL at the end of the season last year and was looking like the best wide receiver of the Miami Dolphins for the first eight games of the season. Ryan Fitzmagic loved throwing the ball to Preston Williams. 
And now that he's a full go, he's another one of those guys that you can find late in your drafts with a bunch of upside, considering the guy was a flex play for a bunch of weeks in a row while uh, at the beginning of the season, while Fitzmagic and him were really developing a great connection. Obviously, Devontae Parker will be more involved this year while Preston Williams is playing, but I still think Preston Williams could be a decent steal at the end of your draft. It seems like he is going to be ready to go. Obviously, the other wide receivers of the Dolphins ended up opting out. Alan Hearns, Albert Wilson, so he's really going to be able to make a move and be strong on this team, potentially be the Dolphins wide receiver one in targets in 2020 as long as Ryan Fitzpatrick is starting. The next piece of news here that I found to be very important is that Devontae Adams limped off the field yesterday with an injury after going inside for a few minutes. He came back to the sideline helmet in hand. It didn't seem like it was anything super important. Roto World didn't even report on it. So it seems like Devontae Adams is going to be A-OK for the season. It's just obviously worrisome since he dealt with an injury last season to his leg. Obviously, he had that turf toe that kind of sidelined him for a bunch of games and hurt him. I think Devontae Adams should be fine as long as no further reports come out about it. And obviously, if anything else does end up coming out about any of these guys' injuries, some person maybe even getting hurt, another person getting hurt, I will make sure to try to get a video out as soon as possible to tell you guys what happened so that you guys can make the adjustments to make sure that you are drafting smart in 2020. And now on to the final piece of news of the video. The final piece of news is brought to you guys by my sponsor, Manscaped. They are a brand for grooming your balls. Obviously, you give them a good old shave, and they make your balls look as pretty as drafting that late-round tight end that hits and win you your fantasy football league. So make sure to check out Manscaped. Use code NOTORIOUS for 20% off as well as free shipping. It's a really good product, and I would really su suggest that you guys check it out. So, Philip Lindsay getting that news. Maybe you could use the Manscaped uh, and shave off that fucking dumbass haircut that Philip Lindsay has. But with that said, Philip Lindsay has added 10 pounds of muscle this offseason. I am all aboard the Philip Lindsay train. Choo choo! All aboard the goddamn train because I think Philip Lindsay is going to tear it up in 2020. I am not scared of Melvin Gordon. I think that this news makes me even more want to ride the Philip Lindsay train. He adds 10 pounds of muscle this offseason. He is going to be an absolute unit. And I don't think that Melvin Gordon is going to be able to become the workhorse back on this team. I think we see a nice split share between the guys and I also heard news that Melvin Gordon is dealing with issues getting acclimated to obviously being in Mile High Stadium where the altitude is very high it's harder to breathe so that's hurting Melvin Gordon now he will obviously get used to it probably by the start of the season if not a couple weeks into it so that's not something that I buy too much into but the news of Philip Lindsay bulking up is very good for his work in between the tackles I think that Philip Lindsay is going to get a lot more work than most would expect so shout out to Philip Lindsay I really like him late in drafts he's like a round eight round nine pick that I find myself picking in a lot of leagues. So let me know what you guys think about all of this news down below. Do you think Melvin Gordon is going to be the workhorse back over there in Denver? Do you think that Miles Sanders will be fine or will Doug Peterson give him the good old one-two Mayweather and fuck him over and not have him not be able to become the workhorse back because they bring in someone else? I think they do. So thank you guys all for watching this video. Shout out to Manscaped again. Code Notorious to check out for 20% off as well as free shipping. So thank you guys all for watching. I love each and every single one of you guys and I'll see you guys later with yet another banger of a video. Have a great rest of your guys' day. I love you all. Good boy!